Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. And thank all of you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. Every Monday, we have Faith and Hope hope journey where we talk about overcoming challenges we talk about our struggles our circumstances and people problems and always knowing that we can look to the lord for healing for rescue and deliverance through jesus every wednesday we have sword of the spirit and that's where we share the word of god the most important book you will ever read because it is inspired by god his personal message God breathe. This is where we learn about Jesus Christ, our gateway to eternity, and God's many promises. The Word of God is an effective defensive weapon against the attacks of the enemies, and you know our enemies are attacking us daily in many different fronts. Spiritual warfare is happening whether we face it or not. 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 through 17 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Well, I believe that the Lord has assigned me as a believer to be a beacon of hope in the storms. Imagine a lighthouse that receives its light from the ultimate source, the Creator, and then, as a believer, we share that light in hopes to help and encourage others toward God's kingdom. As we receive His light, we become more like Jesus and reflect Jesus to the world around us. Well, today's topic is Your Purpose. Well, people need to have a sense of purpose, to know what, they've, what they're placed on earth to do. Often, this is referred to as their calling. Some of us don't know what we're here for, and that brings confusion and a feeling of being lost. We flounder. Because nobody was created by accident, there is something of value, a reason for our existence not just for ourselves, but for humanity. In Psalm 139, we learn that God created each of us for a unique purpose. And with that, He included all the talent and ability that we need to fulfill that purpose. We are well equipped to do whatever He created us to do. The purposes of a man's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. That's in Proverbs 20, verse 5. All people are made in the image of God. Each of us is born with a purpose and a calling that we can discover and com- or we can completely miss it. The influence of the Holy Spirit in the lives of believers gives us insight into His purposes for each of us. Well, for some, discovering their purpose may take time. Let me share a glimpse of my path. Maybe you can relate to it. I floundered for a period of time after I had become a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ. I call that my floundering period, my wilderness years. Kind of like the Israelites in their wilderness. My wilderness years. During that season, I tried to find my purpose while I did allow both positive and negative influences to lead me in various directions. 
So sometimes I felt good about myself and I was happy with kind and loving people surrounding me. Other times I was with toxic and abusive people and knowing I was not where I should be. And so I floundered and made mistakes. And some of those mistakes were big. I had failed to focus on the Lord during those seasons. And so I didn't see my own value that I was in His eyes and what He made me for. Can anyone relate to this? Resonate? Well, I've heard Joyce Meyer suggest that if you don't know your purpose, pray, ask God to show you, and try a few things and see. A key to knowing you're in the right place is by the amount of peace that you have in it. And I really rely on that key. Well, I tried a few things. For example, I love music and I wanted to learn to play the mandolin. I could picture myself playing in a group, and I already had friends who encouraged me in that direction. I felt I might have some talent and ability, but it had to be developed. After all, to play a mandolin is not a bad thing, and so this might be my call. I bought the mandolin, you know, you take steps in the direction you think that you should go. I bought the mandolin, I took lessons, and I practiced every day for a long time. The many practice sessions proved to be painful and irritating to those unfortunate ones who had to hear it. At the end of that season, I had to face the truth. I realized I could only go but so far. It was not my purpose. I always pray that the Lord will continue to inspire me to give me the dreams and desires that He wants me to have, as in Psalm 37, and at the same time I ask that He slam shut doors that He does not want me to go walk through. I don't want to be walking in a direction that is futile, a waste of time, and not for my good. So I ask God to slam shut those doors so I will not walk through them. And I hope that you'll consider praying in that way as well. Well, while I was still in recovery from life-threatening domestic violence situation, I began dreaming at night about writing my testimony. And what I mean is, it was subtle at first and then more and more urgent. I began seeing whole paragraphs flashing in my mind. Well, finally, I would get out of bed, usually at 1 a.m., and go to the computer and type those paragraphs out and continue typing. Around 6 o'clock, my husband would come in and bring me coffee and ask if I was going to work. I had a full-time job, and I would go to work. So that pattern went on and on, day after day, month after month, until my first book was completed. And that was during 2012 through 2014. Since I was pushed in such a such a way, I knew that writing was included in my calling. Clearly, I was to share my testimony of how the Lord brought me through a life of child abuse and domestic violence. And I knew that there was probably more to that calling. Soon after I had finished that one first book, I prayed to the Lord to show me what else He wanted me to do. 
besides writing books. Because I had my yes ready. <laughs> Immediately after the prayer, I was invited, out of the blue, to me, to join a podcast network. And I've been sharing every week since 2016. Turn to God with Karen. Well, since those assignments, I've had various opportunities to include participation in outreaches to help others. And we can all find purpose and satisfaction in helping those in need. An area that I saw no harm in and forgot to pray about was to add to my schedule selling undergarments for women. Well, there's a purpose in that, right? It wasn't a bad thing but it was not for me. And how did I find that out? Well, multiple problems quickly came, and I found no peace in it. I was stressed. So I quickly ended that adventure. <laughs> you know, dark valleys come and go, always with a lesson to learn, and I continue to share testimony again and again of the goodness of God always praising the Lord for bringing me through it, encouraging you to keep on believing, to keep your focus on the Lord. In it, you'll find peace and joy, regardless of the circumstances. And I share that when you believe, when you trust in the Lord, when you have faith in Him, that He will heal you, He will get you through it, and miracles happen. Now, what about you? Do you have a purpose? Of course you do. But do you know what it is? What do you love to do? Is it godly? Is it wholesome? Do you find peace while you're in it? Maybe your purpose is to care for those in need, to be a loving mother, maybe an evangelist or a carpenter. The list is endless. It may seem insignificant to you, but it's important. It's important to God. He gave it to you to do, and it is encouraging and helping others in some way. Well, because regardless of what your purpose in life is, it's an assignment from God, and therefore it is very important. When you fulfill the purpose or the calling that the Lord, the Lord then will equip you, you don't have to worry about, how can I do this? He will make it effective. He will equip you and make it effective. And you will have peace and joy in it. Whatever your purpose is, every believer, follower of Jesus, also finds purpose, a call, in to share the good news of Jesus. And so I share the good news of Jesus whenever I can. We receive from our Creator amazing faithfulness, loving kindness. Can you imagine how awesome that is? The one who created the universe... And all of life loves you and me. He loves us so much that he sacrificed his only son, Jesus Christ, so we may have a way to have an intimate relationship with him and spend forever with the Lord. He offers this, but we must accept it. We must receive it. Until each of us comes to the Lord with a humble, contrite heart and confess sin, confess Jesus, then we remain on the losing side where there is no lasting peace, contentment, joy in a future with Him. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. 
And he tells us that in John fourteen six. No one comes to the Heavenly Father except through Jesus Christ, his Son. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short. But the remedy is clear. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, If we confess our sins to him, to the Lord, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. So how do we come to him? It's this simple. Open your heart, your mind, and your mouth. Say it out loud. Your repentance and your belief in Jesus. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. John 3.16, I hope you can send it to memory, because it sums it all up. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Do you believe that Jesus suffered and died on the cross to pay for your sins? And, and he arose on the third day? He did that while you were still a sinner. I encourage you to turn your life over to him, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior without delay, and your life will never be the same. You will never be alone. The Lord, the Holy Spirit, will stay with you through eternity. Well, you know, the Bible contains many verses about purpose. Ecclesiastes 3, 3 verse 1 says that there is a time for every purpose under heaven. Jeremiah 29, 11 says God has plans for our welfare and future. Romans eight twenty eight says that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. 2 Timothy 1, 9 and Philippians 2, 2 indicate we are called with a holy purpose and being united in spirit and intent in one purpose. Well, there's other verses about purpose, including Colossians 3, Colossians um, 3, I already said, Matthew 28, Jeremiah 32. I hope that you'll make a Bible study of it. As you pray to the Lord about it, opportunities will come. Do you have talents and abilities in, in that direction? Do you find peace and joy while in it? I encourage you to travel in your purpose. Thank you for joining me today on Turn to God with Karen. I hope you'll watch and listen for all Wednesday's Sword of the Spirit, as well as Monday's episodes of Faith and Hope Journey. You can share your comments, your suggestions at my contact page on my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. There you'll also see my books, my blogs, and resource materials. Available through the website and on Amazon.com are these books. Fiction book series, Standing Through Storms. Non-fiction series, Faith and Hope Journey. If any of my books or podcast episodes have brought you hope for healing, encouragement in any way, or you've made a decision for Jesus, let me know it. I need encouragement too. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Blessings to you.